In today's episode, we're speaking to Alice Crowley. Alice is a well-respected authority in transformation who specializes in helping people release unhelpful and destructive patterns, beliefs, and behaviors to activate deep and lasting change in their lives and finances. A certified master coach, counselor, neuro-linguistic programming NLP practitioner, hypnotherapist, transformational specialist. Alice's work is founded on the principles of the power of quantum connection, the art and science of applying quantum focus and heart-mind connection to unlock unlimited potential possibilities and prosperity. Her recent book has been accepted to become a movie and she has many more accolades to her name. So let's speak to Alice and find out how she went from addiction to being a transformation coach and now going to have a movie in the pipeline. Let's speak to her, find out how she changed her life by changing her mindset. And if you want to upgrade your money mindset, the click on the link www.millionairefoundations.com and let's see, let's speak. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm so excited. We have Alice Crowley. Welcome, Alice. Hello. Lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming from all the way from Australia to us. So all the other end of the world <laughs> to me. Um, so it's morning for me and evening for Alice, actually. But Alice, everyone's heard your intro. Tell everybody what it is that you do. Oh, gosh, I do a range of things. Uh, one of the things that I'm most passionate about is sharing with people about the bounce back of my story. I recently released a book on the way to Wonderland, which was about my journey down a very deep, dark rabbit hole of addictions and financial hardship and an awful lot of uh, financial overspending and shame that went with it. Um, and I found myself, I, I had sort of done a manic traveling of the globe, uh, lots of overspending. And after a number of near fatal overdoses, I hit a rock bottom emotionally, mentally and financially and found myself um, with a drug fueled hangover on a beach in Australia. I had fled from Australia, um, from Canada to try to get away from my money woes and my overspending and my need to compulsively, compulsively fill the hole. Um, and it finally caught up with me. And uh, I, I had an extraordinary uh, sort of low ebb and rock bottom um, and then had an even more extraordinary bouncing off point from that uh, when I started to learn about quantum healing and quantum energy and how it's possible to start to transform and change ourselves from the inside out um, within 
you know, days, months, and even minutes. So that's that's the focus of what I do now is uh, is is helping others in the in the quantum transformation space. Well, I'm so glad um, that we are talking today because I think this Friday feature is all about that kind of a journey, that exact you know journey where you go through your ups and downs and you get to the point where uh, a lot of times rock bottom and then you pull yourself back out. Then it's the universe way of teaching you certain skills and certain abilities which you, then you go on to use to help others and help others in the journey. And I really do feel that a lot of the time when you go through deepest, darkest moments, it's the universe training you to be the better version, to be your highest version of yourself and to fulfill your life purpose. I really do believe that the the, 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 the your deepest, darkest moments are there not to torture you, not to <laughs> cause you the pain, but to give you the required skills to live your life's purpose. So let's start with that. So do you not originally come from Australia? Do you, do you originally come from Canada? I, I was born and raised in Canada, um, but I spent a lot of time traveling around the world. So I mm-hmm. knew um, uh, I, I was always fascinated by cultures, I uh, by different cultures. I spent time learning languages and um, uh, doing trips to Europe when I was in high school and I was privileged enough to have that as part of my education. After university, I went to live in Japan to learn um, Japanese and study with ancient healing practitioners and learn more about Taoist and um, Buddhist practices in mm-hmm. Japan and studying Aikido. Um, and and like you, I, I had a very deep belief from very early on, um, goal that that there, there were two sides of my story. And it's so interesting. I remember things happening to me that were very painful and confusing mm. even when I was younger. But I always had this sense that the flip side of the ledger was going to be, I'm going through this because this is to be shared with someone else. <laughs> and yeah. to me, I, I absolutely, I think we're very aligned with that philosophy. And that's always been the great balancer for me, that no matter how painful or confusing confusing or difficult it gets I know it's going to be a bouncing off point for something extraordinary and and that you know all of those you know the difficulties the challenges that I may have had the connections that I didn't have the love or the safety that I didn't have when I was growing up I can now see is totally balanced out by all the extraordinary people that I attracted into my experience and soul family and I and I I'm so um honored and privileged that we're having an open conversation about this because you know in terms of the ups and downs and going through uh financial challenges I still think there's a lot of shame and stigma and secrecy around issues around money that there's this sense people think you know we have to have it all together but I know that my truth was that I was a highly successful uh corporate worker on the outside but I was completely out of control with money because I didn't value myself and I I hadn't been taught healthy money patterns I had some really toxic and dysfunctional habits and behaviors with money which it wasn't until I hit that rock bottom and made the decision right I am paying down this debt and I did pay down that debt in just under the goal that I intended I said I'm paying it down in five years and I did that Uh, and a part of that was I had to face into feelings of low self-worth when it came to increasing my net worth and I I know I've seen work and listened to um, podcasts and conversations and, and a lot of stuff you've said and uh, I, I think we're very aligned on that, that it, it really comes down to how much we love and appreciate and value ourselves. And once we nail that, 
it starts to shift things with our money and our external environment. 100%, 100%. I think this is one of the most important things that we need to um, understand is our net worth is determined by our self-worth. And if we are not, even if we make a lot of money, that doesn't add to your net worth because if you don't keep it, it doesn't add to your net worth, simple as that. So even really high income earners fall into this trap and they think they're making a lot of money. And... Um, but they somehow self-sabotage. Now, I'm going to add a bit of um, um, this. Uh, what I've learned over the years is from my own personal experience. So it, it, you can work on your self-worth and you can, yes, you can take, you can go ahead and uh, and really start attracting money and start becoming wealthy. But there is a little bit of, there's a bit of a twist to this. <laughs> it's a universal way and a twist to it. If you're an entrepreneur and you're a serious entrepreneur like Elon Musk and, you know, one of those people, mm-hmm. you will literally, I've my own experience, you will go through those ups and downs. And you think, oh, my God, I've got money sorted. No, you have. Well, you have. But the universe will test you. So every time you're going to up level, the universe will test you. And I've, I've had it in my own life. Oh, shoot, I'm a money person. I attract money very easily. What happened to me? And I've um, literally got myself in situations where I'm scratching my head like, I have, uh, I don't have too much, I don't have much money, to, unless I'm, you know, going to sips and other things, which I refuse to do. So I, I don't want to, don't touch your pension pot. Um, somehow, even the safety net that I so-called, I've built up, <laughs> it's gone. What's happened? So just want to add that bit. So when you do, when you move away from that survival mode and you go into this, um, and, and thriving, but especially if you go into the entrepreneurial energy, we somehow as entrepreneurs just like to take big risks and with risks come you know, those downfalls at times. But you always, if you have that, if you're, I always say that if you have a, a, a positive mindset, if you have a really healthy, great money mindset, you're never poor. You're just broke. <laughs> you're temporarily broke. And that, so for those of you thinking, well, you know, go, you know, that maybe that's a problem. I still don't have self-worth. There's times when you will have to distinguish between working on yourself and realizing it's part of the journey. So I just want to add that to you about this moment, because I, I know that a lot of people will say, oh, I can never work on this. This is not working for me. And especially if they're entrepreneurs, you're going to have those moments when you are oh. not, you're not poor. You're going to be broke. It's yeah. fine. It's OK. It's part of the process. It's how you upgrade at times. So, oh. And, and, and Gaul, I love that you've said that because, you know, what, what I often talk about is I'll often speak um, to people about financial addictions or compulsive spending habits because that's something that I'm, you know, in my book, I talk about being a professional addict multidimensionally, right? Which means that, um, you know, uh, yeah, like I have to be very, very vigilant about how, you know, how I spend my money. And, um, and, and for, and, and I will talk about financial recovery in the same way mm-hmm. that, you know, some of us needs to go on that path of recovery from drugs or alcohol or food or whatever whatever it is um it's not a linear journey it's not no. linear and i think that this is and that was one of my great and i completely agree and i love that you've said that and it's so important for as you say especially the enterprising and entrepreneurial among us we tend to be quite financially excited at times and we're risk takers and uh and i and, and that's a it's a tricky balancing act and i know that because i'm married uh married to an actuary and he's very risk adverse right so there's always a very healthy tension of the opposites in the home and it can be a little bit intense sometimes um but but that's the reality and i think you're right there's times where i might be broke but we're not poor <laughs> and um and, and it's so great to be reminded of those ups and downs because i know that even when i was releasing the book and there was money i invested into getting it printed and 
it, it, I, I, I could, here I was talking about, I want to strip the, the stigma and the shame away, you know, around money anxiety. And here I was thinking, how can I release this book talking about, you know, financial, financial transformation, where I'm still grappling with, um, you know, revenue streams and how much I want to be coming in from, from where the exactly. reality is. It's an ongoing journey. And so I'm all about let's have an open, real conversation, because I think we live in this 21st century where everybody's comparing shiny showreels yeah. about how amazing they're doing. Um, and it's really eroding people's confidence and, 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 you know, sense of self. The reality is that if we share in a very real way behind the scenes what's happening, I know very few if I don't know if I know any entrepreneurs that haven't been through some very big booms and busts and it's, it's and, 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 you know, not advocating for the, for that dramatic roller coaster approach. But it's, part but of the, it's part of the journey. That's the whole point. Journey. And That's pick exactly up it. any, any entrepreneur. I, I, I mean, this is what gives me solace at times. Like it's okay. It's all as well. All is well. You're among, <laughs> you're among good company. Um, that, yes. I, so it's, if any anyone any entrepreneur that you admire that you think is in role and has you know it, it looks like they've done overnight success they haven't they've been through enough rock bottoms to be able to finally break through the glass ceiling and hit that mega stardom oh. and goal i love that you said that because it's so interesting i mean i feel i feel absolutely you know deeply humbled and 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 privileged and honored that the book's been picked up they're making a movie about this which is very exciting um you know but people people are like this is incredible and um you know this has happened and it's moving so quickly and i'm going so quickly <laughs> You know, I've been on this journey of like this financial recovering from hardship for this has been like 20 years in the making. It's been, you know, and it was it was, you know, 10 years ago, I probably started on the journey of writing a book and there was one manuscript and then that all fell over and I had to start again. And and I think it's so important. And I love that you, you're you drawing that out because we do need to share about all the failures oh. that we have before we find the success. And I think that's the the risk sometimes of the, the you know, arguably pretty digitally addicted and superficial world that we're living in sometimes is that there's this myth that, wow, you know, um, if you get all your digital marketing right and you find just the right course and everything, you're launched and you'll be, you know, and sure, there, there, there are some anomalies out there of, of overnight success, but most people I know have worked hard and there's been a lot of blood, sweat and tears. That's certainly my story. <laughs> Agreed. I, and same here. I, and every time I, you go into a different field, so you take a different risk. So recently... I've been I've been uh, diversifying and going to complete different fields from coaching and and even property, which are my two main areas. And I have oh my days, there's been a sharp learning curve, and I have fumbled and you know one deal went for, fell through after nine months. Second one recently at the moment uh, was literally final stages. SPA is exchanging. We we're looking to exchange, and it literally looks like as it's falling through. It's on a pause at the moment. So if it works through, it works through. But I've, I've heavily, heavily invested in that, and if I walk mm. away, I will be at, um, at 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 a at a good financial loss. But I, I was I was speaking to someone yesterday, and I said, "Look, this has been one of the biggest le- lessons I've had. It's a very expensive lesson." But I'm not sad about it. So if, if the worst case scenario happens and we don't go through with this, I know exactly what to do. And it's made me more determined to go ahead and create this, you know, this this business in this in this industry. 
And mm. instead of being deterred by it, and this is the mark of a true entrepreneur, instead of being deterred by it, when you when the world hits you, you come back and hit harder. That's the motto that I have. And so so every time you supposedly fail, I think it's a massive lesson that you've learned. And you can capitalize on that and go ahead and come back with such brutal force that you you knock everyone's socks off. And I was I, I sometimes feel that by the time I come onto the world stage, in, in I'm, I'm quite hidden, when I come to the world stage, I will be labeled, oh, she became an overnight success. And nobody's going to see all the heartaches, all the cries and all the painful situations that I've been through. But it'd be like you, yeah. Oh, you but you you became, you know, your books are picked up and you're going to become this um this um you know there has been made movies can be made out of here so oh my god you're so you know you're doing so well and you're so lucky really <laughs> 20 years of heartache and i'm still <laughs> that that's exactly it that's exactly it and i and i think it it really is more important than ever that we're having this conversation about that um you know how much goes into being you know being successful and how much it takes to bounce back and i and i love what you're saying about because i 100% agree that everything um everything we endure everything we go through is part of uh, you know it it, it builds our it, it build it strengthens our spirit it strengthens our spirit i mean my aikido sensei and i i get shivers when i think of it um you know his his motto would always be see to it that your spirit is never broken mm. and and that was his philosophy around no matter what no matter what when you're out there see to it that your spirit is never broken and and that stayed with me it stayed with me and and um you know and there are days when oh yeah I've been you know at low and low ebbs and even more recently like I said you know it, it, a, a real roller coaster of a journey and as you say when you choose this life of adventure when you choose a life of taking risks um and following your heart and doing what you really want to do it takes a lot of courage you know, you build resilience in that process, but it's it's a deeply humbling process. You know, there's there's a beautiful man that I work with, my recovering monk friend, as I call him, Kamal, who was he was a monk and then he became a venture capitalist and then wrote a book about mental resilience. He's a he's he's a wonderful, he's a wonderful character. But I remember him saying to me years ago when I was launching on another adventure, you know, and as usual as most entrepreneurs, multiple irons in the fire, you know, was uh, you know, feeling maxed out and stressed out. And he said, make no mistake, the entrepreneurial journey is a deeply spiritual one because your ego will be smashed. Oh, hundred times. And it's and, 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 and you and will doubt you say, yourself so much. You're like, am I am I really that stupid? Am I really that dumb? No, I'm not. I'm I'm supposed to be clever. I'm clever. I'm sure I'm clever. <laughs> <laughs> look like I'm clever. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I, and I think it's that to your point that you come back stronger, you do come back stronger, and you also come back clearer. And mm. I think that often, you know, what I like to or, you know, I choose to believe about the very, you know, the, the, the hard, you know, the hard and difficult falls I've had down the rabbit hole, and there have been many of them, they are always a bouncing off point for something so much more magnificent because I come back from there and it's, and it, you know, as I say, there's different variations of it ha that have happened very recently <laughs> where I find myself in a state of an overwhelm, um, you know, a better situation where I haven't put a boundary in place, whatever's, you know, uh, happened with my business risk where it's like, I don't want to be in that situation again. And now I know, 
And now you know, Alice. So it's, you know, fall down seven times and get up eight, as they say in Japan. Mm -hmm. You know, you keep getting up and you keep getting up and you keep getting up. (laughs) You know, and the other samurai motto that that I love from Japan is, uh, you know, they would say expect nothing and be prepared for anything. (laughs) I quite like that one, you know. But um, but it, it really... It, it, it's good to because it, it it does ask a lot of us being entrepreneurs. And I think that, um, you know, well, my husband's very sensible about these things. He's like, look, if it was that easy to make million, you know, everybody would be doing it. But the reason not everyone's doing it is because it's to use a very Aussie term. It's hard yakka. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's hard yakka. It's hard work. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. So talk us through some of your deepest, darkest moments. You know, what was it that, what was, what would you say was your lowest moment and how do you turn that around? Because the, the, the motto of this, of this podcast or this, well, this segment anyway, is how they change their life by changing their mindset. So talk us through one of your lowest moments. Mm. So, oh, there were quite a few of them. I would say that when I think about that, um, that, very low ebb I had with a drug-fueled hangover back in 2004, and this was shortly before I admitted to my now husband, the, my boyfriend at the time I was living with, that I needed to check into rehab. So this was, I was at the the height of my drug and alcohol addiction. I was um, taking about $5,000 worth of meth a month um, and getting cash advances on my credit card. Uh, it was so out of control. Um, and I had to, I, and I had my, my boyfriend at the time didn't even know how much debt I was in. And so not only was there all the secrecy around the drugs and the alcohol, he had no idea that I had $185,000 US debt. Yeah. So $100,000 I'd racked up in North America and then $85,000 in Australia. Now, when I set off that hand grenade in the living room, you can imagine, you know, and it was it was really confronting. And I think that that I, I feel profoundly grateful for it now. But at the time, it was excruciating. Um, and my as I said, my now husband, Martin, he he was was straight up with me and said, look, I'm happy to walk with you shoulder to shoulder on this journey, but I'm not going to bail you out. And you've got to get clean. Like you've basically got to get your shit together because I don't go that low. I'm not, I'm not going down that path with you. And he refused to bail me out. And I was like, you know, and basically he, he sort of, it was an ultimatum effectively. He's like, you get it together, you go to rehab, we've got a chance. Otherwise, you know, that's it. Um, and, and that was, and that was tough. Uh, that was really, really tough. And I remember sitting, you know, in the balance for about 24 hours because I said, you don't understand what you're asking me to do. And he said, oh, I understand exactly what I'm asking you to do. You know, and I said, I need to think about it. And he's like, great, you got 24 hours. So that was a really dark night of the soul. And I, it was incredible, though, the clarity. I I surrendered so deeply. I I was in so much pain. I was on my knees on every level. You know, I was like, "I, I don't know how I can do this. I don't know how I can survive through rehab. I've got all this debt. I just don't even know where to start. Um, And it was that, it was that moment. It was that incredible moment 
of being so overwhelmed, but knowing that I absolutely had to surrender and let go and trust that I had been given an opportunity to do things differently. So, so even though it felt like the lowest of low ebb, I thought, hang on, there's somebody here, you know, a, a, a shining light saying you are worth more than this, but you need to step up and you need to do it. <laughs> you know, I knew I had to make that decision. It was a really big turning point. And, and he knew what he was asking me to do. I mean, it was huge. I'd, I'd been, I had been medicating myself with drugs and alcohol and food and spending my entire life. I had never properly faced into my trauma. And little did I know that my trauma was going to turn out to be one of my greatest gifts <laughs> because it, it, it empowered me to tap into that deep empathy and that care and learn to love myself through all of that pain and trauma and then be there for others. You know, one of, one of the, the, my favorite expressions of Thomas Fuller that, that I reference in the book is that it's always darkest before dawn. And I always get emotional when I say that I still get emotional because that's always been my truth is that when you have those really dark moments, that's that's when you know you have an opportunity to surrender. You've got an opportunity to offer it up and do it differently. And it's so painful in those moments because you just think that I've heard my French up, you know, like I've, I've completely screwed up. But that's the beautiful moment of surrender where you go, you know what, universe, show me how to do it better. I know and I'm getting emotional, emotional when you say this as well. When you do that, that's when the miracle happens, right? And you know this as much as I do doing this sort of work. That's when the miracle happens, when you go, okay, the way that I've been doing it, controlling it and trying to manage and everything, that's not working. That's when you have to invite divine energy into your experience and say, okay, help me, help me flow with this. <laughs> help, help me see a better perspective on this because the way in that pit of suffering, that's when we know we're not seeing our true selves. And, and, and that's, that's when we know we, we know we're not tapped into our true selves is when we feel that low, when we feel that worthless, it means we're blocking ourselves from our true divine light. 100%, so, hundred percent. And when you were saying this, I, I really want to second that. You, the, you, and I also want you to understand that your resilience, your, your perseverance, your determination will be tested at every single level. Every time you up level, you think you've seen, you've hit the bottom. You know, things can't get any worse. You probably think things will have to get better and you and you hit the next level up and you're like oh my god right you know i didn't think you could things would get any worse how did this happen how did i end up here again and this will help this will happen multiple times and um and i have a similar you know we, we also have a similar thing in, in our in our culture that the, the the night is dark is just before dawn but also we have a saying that in order for gold to get to its purest form it's put mm. through fire so um, you can have you have impure gold when you first cut take out the ore, but when you the kind of gold that's put in shops and which is actually sold, and the the more the purest form would go through the deepest darkest pit of fire. So when you yeah. are going through the fire, your impurities are being taken out, and your pure self pure version of you, the highest version of you, is being blossomed into reality. And that is what show and that's what shines actually in the in the world. That's what brings light to the world. But in order for that to happen, you have to go into the pit, which is dark. It's awful. It's painful. And you burn. You're literally burning. And and that's a metaphor, but that's literally what happens. And Mm. you find that every time you want to level up, 
you have to go through the experience again. You get isolated from people. You feel alone. And an entrepreneur's journey, by the way, is a very lonely journey. Let's be very clear about it. It's such a lonely yes. journey. I mean, I get to speak to people like you, which is amazing. And that's why I love these conversations. But the people around me have no clue of what I'm going through. They think I'm mad. They think I'm crazy for what I do. They're, you know, why would you do that? Of course, they're going to fail. Of course, it's going to happen. Of course, it's your fault, right? Why would you, why, you know, you're so sensible. Why would you take a stupid risk? It's not a stupid risk. It's a risk. It's a calculated risk, but it's still a risk. And sometimes it plays out. Sometimes it doesn't, right? Uh, but it's a journey that no one else can understand for you. And so, you know, even if you are with lots of lovely, amazing people around you, you feel still feel alone and it's you. And at, at, at the core of it, like you just said, it's just you and your God or universe, whoever you are surrendered to. And you have to allow them to show you what to do. And there are times when you think, really? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Again? <laughs> Already? <laughs> oh, my God. Right? But but you do come out the other end. And this is why if anybody listens to this podcast at the moment and they're going through that deep, dark journey, rest assured, the light is there. I actually heard a funny uh, meme recently. said, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And the guy goes, well, why is the light at the end of the tunnel? Who put the light at the end of the tunnel? You know, we need the beginning tunnel. We don't need the end of the tunnel. Once we're out of the tunnel, we don't need the light anymore. What the hell is <laughs> And you may feel like that. You may think, what the hell? I need some kind of sign. I need some kind of, you know, give me some sign. Give me something. Give me something. But if you are really strong, or well, the universe thinks they're going to make you very, very strong. Sometimes you don't even have the signs. You have to walk with and I don't think enough people talk about that there are times when there are no signs there's no help there's nothing and you have to walk in faith and that's when faith really comes in but if you can walk in faith the rewards are unbelievable wouldn't you say I 100% agree goal and I I tend to I think the word um you I I think of it in terms of trust and 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 you know faith trust but trusting the universal divine plan and when I'm in those moments of overwhelm you know when in doubt zoom out when I'm really losing my shit about what's going on you know I take that time to close my eyes pull back think about the 30.8 billion years of galaxies that have been created and think about you know the fact that that we, i mean we can only measure our, our 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 finite human tools can only measure to about 50 billion 15 billion galaxies mm-hmm. of which they estimate there might be another 15 billion galaxies within within each of those right like of this course. is yeah yeah it's without even thinking about the multi multiverse without thinking about multiple multiple dimensions without even thinking about multiple realities let's not even go there that's just a whole new conversation but yeah Hundred percent, hundred percent, and and that 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 point about the multiple universes. I mean, this is when I, when I started getting in, you know, deep into the quantum theory and mechanics and healing and transformation and people like Deepak Chopra. But I'm fascinated with people like Brian Cox, astrophysicists who have worked with the likes of Stephen Hawkins. Mm-hmm. We we went to see him at the State Theater, and we were talking about quantum mechanics and these principles that are now being proven at universities, uh, by medical scientists, researchers at Stanford and Harvard, we, we have evidence, we have medical evidence that through the power of our mind and heart connection, we can change our physical reality. We know that this is a physical fact. We know that when we match our intention with an elevated emotion, 
physical reality response because they, they, they're they doing experiments on this. And Brian Cox, this heavy hitting uh, ex rock star astrophysicist, when asked the question about his his thoughts about quantum mechanics and quantum theory and whether it was real, he said it's widely accepted as as being valid is being valid by most astrophysicists. What we don't understand is why more people aren't using this technology and this knowledge to improve mm-hmm. their lives. Because and I was like, oh, <laughs> here's like you know, it's one thing because I th- I think that we're the, the conversation's changing goal. Like I think it, it's been changing over the past yeah, five to ten years. It used to be that energy was very woo woo. Now finally, it's starting to we're starting to get um, you know we're starting to get scientific professionals. We're getting engineers. We're getting people from you know I guess credible credible you know academic background saying this is real. This is absolutely real, that we can change our physical reality. We can change our fiscal reality. We can change all of that with the power of our heart and our mind. To your point, though, we must trust. And the challenge with that, and and that's when we tap into the flow, and that's when we tap into that source um, of energy that's going to bring us the money that we desire, right, and help us hold on to the money that we desire. But we do have to trust. And I think that the the dance that we all do or the the tightrope with this, the balance between intention and surrender is that when when things are going off the rails or or when we're feeling, you know, afraid or anxious or overwhelmed, of course, the tendency is to want to control. That's the normal primal reaction. That's it's it's a it's a it's a nervous system reaction. Like it's biochemical. We want to go into fear. We want to go into control. But the minute we start going into that a fearful mind state, it becomes a scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. and we're blocking the flow of abundance. So it's that fine line of of going. Okay, so I'm going through a difficult period having to allow the emotions, channel the emotions in whatever healthy way we do, make sure we're not repressing or suppressing them, let it all out and then reset and recommit to our intention and walk that path with trust and surrender. And that's, that's not an easy balance. And particularly in the kind of world we live in, right? The kind (laughs) of world we live in, it's not designed for trust and surrender, is it? (laughs) Now there's a lot of fear mongering going on, so people are you know, people are taught at an early age to fear the unknown, and this is unfortunately how we are. But okay, on that note, we're going to wrap this up now. So tell us, you know, what's your parting? Um, what would be your parting advice to people listening to you today and thinking, well, Alice, you got lucky and you pulled yourself out. I don't know if this, you know, if there's a you know light in the tunnel for me. I don't know if I can do this. I don't think I have the faith. What would you say to someone who's in despair at the moment and maybe in their deepest, darkest moments? And it may be they feel like, oh, things can't get any worse. Things can't get any darker. And guess what? It gets darker. So what would you advise someone like that? What would you say to them when they are going through this testing time from the universe? And I just want to add something to this. In what, something that we, I I, it, I say a lot to people, but it comes from my, my holy book, the Quran, because I'm Muslim. It says in the Quran quite clearly that God will not test you beyond your capacity. Yeah. And I would like to say in, the, in, in secular terms, the universe will not put a burden on you greater than you can handle. You may not know your strengths. You may not know who you are, but the universe knows who you are because you've been created from it. And therefore, when you are put under a burden, the burden is is within your capacity, not beyond your capacity, because otherwise you would not be there. The universe won't allow that to happen. 
So what would you say to someone who's actually going through that, experiencing that right now? Uh, it's a And it's a great question, Gal. And I would say, the first thing I would say is, please know that you're not alone. Mm. Please know that you're not alone. Because that, that to me is, um, and I get emotional too, because I just know the number of times that I've been in the darkest of dark pits, that that is so comforting to know that for all of us, that unconditional endless love and light is there. And for whatever you are going through, there is somebody that understands what it like, it's like to be in that painful place. And, and it's been those people that have had the darkest of dark hours that have helped pull me into the light. And it's it, it starts with that first step of trusting that no matter what is going on, no matter how low you feel, how dark it is, you are loved and you are safe and it's possible to reach out for help and that you're worth help. And that's what I really want people to know is that no matter where they are or what's going on, they are worthy of so much more and that we are in fact far more than we can see of ourselves in those moments. And it's it's hard, it's hard to see it when you're in it, but I really believe that saviors saviors are people that remind you of who you really are when you've forgotten mm. you know and and that the, the people that have saved me and brought me back from the brink every time are the people that have been there to say hey you've temporarily lost sight alice you've temporarily lost sight in those dark moments that that's all it is it feels real we feel worthless we feel small we feel diminished we feel discouraged or disenchanted or dejected but from that we will burn all of those painful emotions and memories and processes and patterns and behaviors exactly as you said with the gold all of that will be burned for something so pure and bright and beautiful it's impossible to even see it from where we are now fantastic so tell us alice where can we connect with you on the internet go to uh well, uh, alicecrawley.com. So if you go to alicecrawley.com, you'll see uh, I've got my On the Way to Wonderland book, which is available. I've also got podcasts through The Looking Glass, where I uh, chat with people about surfing the anxieties uh, and addictions of the 21st century. <laughs> and so check, and you can also check me out on um, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, but I would say go to alicecrawley.com and you can get, I've also got some toolkits in there. I offer free journals meditations, visualizations, um, and all of the amazing tools and techniques that help me come back from a very, very deep, dark place that I genuinely never knew that I was going to come back from. So no matter um, where you are, it, it's really important to know that other people have been <laughs> to those difficult places. And it's, it's, it's possible. It's more than possible to bounce back. If I can do it, truly anybody can. <laughs> Wonderful. So if you're listening to us on the podcast, the links for Alice would be on the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have the links that Alice just mentioned. Check her out. She sounds and she is an amazing woman. And she's even more amazing from her, from her, um, uh, from the conversation we had from the experiences I've just got really got in depth of. But I'll check out her book too, which is, I believe, has now been taken up to be made a film. So see how she can help you and do connect with her. Well, thank you so much for coming today on Friday Future, Alice. We have to continue this conversation and we will so in Money Talkies. But for today, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing to be here. Thank you.
And thank you for listening to me on Alice today on Friday Feature. I will be back with another amazing guest finding out how they change their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gold Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.goldcard.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.